tour derby to me, Corona special 19, I think now. <laughs> been ploughing for a bit. Some of, them be- some of them are better than others, I'll tell you that. That's not. That 19 days of art is in a pub then as well. Yeah, I've not, mate, I'm really proud of myself. I've not been to the pub for two and a half weeks now. That's beat your previous record by, you know, just under two and a half weeks. <laughs> Decent. Uh, I'm now addicted to making podcasts. You know, like, yeah, yeah, just just trying to keep myself entertained. The, what? The you had any abuse about? Yeah. Um, no. Uh, do you know what? You're oh. going to give me some now, and it's going to be the first abuse. But everyone's actually said it quite suits me. No, no, no. no. Have you seen that video of that guy that says is Ed shaped like a tic tac? Have you seen it or not? No. But do I look like him? Well, no. Well, you, it might just be the Skype, but yeah, your head looks a bit of a tic tac shape. But it's all right, mate, yeah. Are you confident that it will grow back? No, because my dad's bold and my little brother's bold, so the fellow's genes aren't necessarily famous for fucking producing yeah. hair. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the risk, isn't it, at our age? But it looks like it looks a fairly strong hairline. I look like one of those people that's just had their hair transplant and it's at the first stage, you know, and they're waiting for it to grow back. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Oh. Right, you've already slaughtered me. I've not even introduced you yet. Uh, and just a couple of ground rules as well. We're not allowed to talk about football or the coronavirus. So, uh, yeah. Oh, right. So, this is going to be about a four-minute podcast then. <laughs> yeah, these corona specials aren't necessarily talking about corona. It's just some of no. people listening yeah, to it. Yeah, we can, mate. We can. Whatever. I'm going to say it. Sand, right. We're going to talk about... I've done a couple of these. I did a, crick- I did a cricket podcast help with someone out earlier. And um, we did all like, the all-time... Um, cricket 11s for each that they've played with in our all-time Premier League 11 so <laughs> you are <laughs> I must get a few listeners <laughs> yeah my dad and this woman and my dad and this woman called Di who just goes to the, all the cricket games I think that's it to be fair Big Mick loves it yeah <laughs> bet he does no, I'm, not, I'm not tuned into them I'll, uh, I'll have to when I, when I get a chance. Just to warn you, the next, the last one I did that's come out today is with the Derbyshire captain and uh, a bowler, Tony Palladino, it's his podcast, and it's part one, and it's an hour and 40 minutes long. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Strap yourself that's in, mate. Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Right. With me today, Derby Bourne, Sheffield United midfielder, Ben Osborne. How are we? All right, sir. Yeah, you? All right. Yeah. Getting there? Yeah. Yeah, mate. Um, we've had like mad schedules still. So Monday to Friday have been pretty much the same, and then we've just had weekends off. Um, just like so, I've still got a schedule, mm. but no games or no going in. It's just not knowing when, you know, it's actually going. We're actually going to start playing again, which is a bit of the weird thing. But at the moment, everyone's keeping fit and that, so just getting ready for the show. Is it strange just for football just to come to a a kind of a sudden halt when you just about broke into teams as well, aren't you? You've got a bit of a run going, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, it, the coronavirus pandemic started as I was just about to make my first start. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. I was, I was getting a bit more game time than that. But, um, yeah, at the moment, it, well, it, it's starting to not, but it just feels like I'm in the off-season, mm. you know, because... During the off season, I'd just be at home or either away, but I'd, I'd be at home. Everyone else would be working or not doing much anyway, so I'd just be keeping myself busy anyway. That's what it feels like a little bit. Mm. Uh, 
but yeah, it's starting to get a little bit tedious. <sighs> yeah, you're telling me. How are you keeping yourself entertained? Obviously, you still um, work schedule work wise, but you still got to go home and stay at home. Pl- pl- plenty of games. So we did Monopoly last week. Invented a couple of games. Tea bag curling. It's probably the best game ever. So cleared the table. Um, you have a tea bag each, and you've got to lob it on. It's got to get to the end, close to the end of the table without falling off. You get three goes, and you can stick or twist. So if you're happy with your first go, you say, "Look, I'm leaving that." But if not, then you know you keep going until you're, you're happy with your, with your third go. But you can also knock someone else's tea bag off. So it's just endless fun. Endless fun. So you, if you go over the edge of the table with any of your goes, you're you're out basically, aren't you? Well, if it's your first and second go, you have still got one more go, haven't you? Oh, got you, got you. So you can go, you can go all out, and then you've got to be a bit safe for your third. Yeah, I'm not written the official rule book yet, but um, it's yeah, it's, that's been pretty good at the weekend. So if you you know you, you can play it as a drinking game as well. Um, Always drink responsibly. Absolutely, yeah, but. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so that, and then you can also turn Monopoly into a bit of a drinking game as well, which we did, but that's, that just gets a bit hard work. Um, but yeah, um, telly, telly still keeping me busy. A few series on the go and uh, really enjoying um, old school like Prem games around about the 2005-2015 era. Anything between that, I'm loving it because I, I can half remember watching it and... Um, yeah, so I've watched a fair few of them on Sky. Mate, it's like you've done this before. Should we go straight in off the back of that into your, the first the first question for you? Your all-time Prem 11. Yeah, so you've, what, you gave me about two minutes to think about this on the set. So, I mean, for keepers, you know, I was clear that it was going to be Petr Cech, but after watching a, f- a few of the games, I genuinely think the standards got so much better in the last 10 15 years. Um, Petr Cech was obviously class, but with his feet, not there. Uh, David De Gea has been really good, but he's had not he's not having the best seasons at the moment. Um, so I'd have to go Alisson. Um, from just from really? what I, from what from me watching, it was Van der Sar was close, um, and obviously you've got like David Seaman and that a little bit before my time, um, and Schmeichel's before my time. But I, I, I mean, I like Edison as it at Man City. Yeah, yeah. Stop shopping's not the best, but his feet are unbelievable. Um, but I'd go Allison at the moment. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, I think for me, I'm not going to go through my eleven because people don't care what my opinion is on it. And you're a footballer, but I think it'd have been Czech or De Gea for me up there. But Allison's, yeah, Allison's a good shot. De Gea is um, De Gea's unlucky to miss out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where where do I rank in um, goalkeepers you've ever seen? I didn't realise you were a goalkeeper. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, you're a good sub goalkeeper. Just keep the morale up, don't you? I've always said yeah. this. Great yeah. number two. If you don't have to get on the pitch, you're a great number two keeper to have on, in your squad. Someone said, Someone said to me the other day about being involved at Borough Fiction. How did that happen? I went, I think Willow just liked having me around. <laughs> Yeah, so as a, a number two, it's great. You're not going to be sulking on the bench, are you? Thinking I should be playing. You know, you're getting <laughs> the first round after the game. You're happy, happy to be there. So, I'm happy to do the warm up, crossing some in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
<laughs> Big Mick will be there watching. <laughs> you should be playing. You should be playing. Can't believe he's not picked you. <laughs> yeah. Go on then, back four. Back four. Um, left back, Ashley Cole. I think everyone must say that, surely. 100%. 100%. Uh, um, Centre half. Let's go. Um, it, it probably. I'm not like, doing this off the cuff here, so I could miss some absolute gems. Um, let's go. John Terry. Mm. Um, just through everything that he's worn and his leadership and that. Um, and. Do I go in Rio? Obviously, Rio is the obvious one. Van Dyke's unbelievable. Is he better than? I'll go Rio. I'll go Rio Ferdinand. Um, and right back, we'll have. It's not going to make for a great podcast because I need about half an hour to think of this. Gary Neville's just so such a safe option. I don't fancy See, it. You you picked the first three I picked, and I went G Nev right back. Yeah, well, that's just. Yeah. I mean, you've got to be safe. It's a back four. Yeah, no, no, you're right. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to quickly go over. You got like. Um, Trent. Trent's obviously doing unbelievable, but he's not in there. I'm going to go. I'd have. Um, I'll tell you what, I'd, I'd have Carl Walker over Gary Neville. Uh, really? Might be a out for the best all time. But I thought he was class at Tottenham. He's obviously won a couple of Prems with Man City. So he can't be... I think he's underrated now still. I think he's still up there, probably our best right back. Um, so, yeah, I'll go Kyle Walker. Just to be a bit different. Well, I like that shot, though. Thank you. He's fast, <laughs> isn't he? Yeah, dead fast. You'd rather play against Neville than Walker, surely. Yeah, that's a good way of thinking about it, actually. And, and like yeah. a footballer's way of thinking, who would you rather have against you? Yeah, that's a... It's... I might be doing uh, Neville a disservice, though, because like, he's not as fresh in the memory as mm. uh, Kyle Walker. And I'm, I'm remembering his later years more than anything. Uh, and he also won about 10 Prem titles. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. But, uh, midfield, left side midfield, what are you doing? Dropping yourself in there? What am I playing? A 4 4 2? Well, you can play what you want. I've not had time to think about formations, but um, left wing will come back to that. Um, midfield, I've got to have skulls in there. Yep. And you've got to have. Oh, God. It's too many. I'm going to have to have. Um... <laughs> Can't leave Lampard. You can't leave Lampard and Gerrard out. Really, have a Premier League can you all time. But uh, let's have let's do the easy ones. Cristiano Ronaldo will have him right wing. Uh, yeah. Obviously, he'll be he'll have to work up and down. He, he's not going to be happy playing there. But I'm going to have to have Eden Hazard in there as well. Um, consistently brilliant for a while. And then as a ten or in or in midfield. Um, I'm gonna have him uh, on the left drifting in. Yeah. Can't be pretty well, though. Um, so I've got Scolzi and 
Um, I really want to put, I'm going to put Kevin De Bruyne in there. Um, obviously, if we're going all-time Prem, Gerard and Lampard, hands down, beat him because they've done the longevity. But um, I'm just going, if best 11, I think he's unbelievable. Yeah. And um, Thierry Henry, definitely. And I'm going to have to put maybe, uh, I'm going to have to put Bergkamp as well, just because I, I love them too. So, uh, yeah, that's my Prem 11, mate. Not a bad, not a bad little side, is it? I'll probably, I'll probably remember a few more um, in the next day or so, but yeah. I off think the top it's, of it's better to do it off the top of your head. It's more conversational. If you, if you just reel them off and go, right, yeah, start, true. Go one by one. Yeah, it's good. You have to think about it, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing some big dogs. Some big, big dogs. But yeah, we'll go uh, We'll go with that. Had to yeah. get ours up in there. Yeah. He's, yeah. yeah. But then I, I picked Scalzi there over Gerard and Lampard. Very thought team. I thought I thought Lampard was a shoe in then when you went for your second centre midfielder. I thought ahead of as ahead of um, De Bruyne, I'd have put money on Lampard being in there. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, it's goal scoring record and that, but just don't think he's touching the heights that De Bruyne has. Uh, I'm only going off a couple of games that I've seen Lampard in on the uh, reruns in the last week, and he was a bit quiet. <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> so, so yeah, oh. going on. All right, you, uh, you happy with that then? You happy to submit that? Because yeah, this right. is going to be like yeah. in this is going to be like in the mirror tomorrow. Ben Osborne reveals his all-time eleven on a podcast. True, <laughs> I'll submit that, mate. Yeah, submitted. Right, that's locked in now. The um, so that's football out of the way. We had to do a little bit of football. We're obviously massive, massive music lover, aren't you? We've been to a few gigs together, like a similar kind of thing. So instead of doing more football, I thought I'd do that. Yeah. Ideal festival lineup. Yeah, so you get three nights. Not going to do the four hundred and fifty acts across fourteen tents or whatever, but three <laughs> three bands per night. Yeah, in order of what you'd have them, and then you can have a wild card as well on the alternative stage if you want. Yeah, quick question: Can you have bands that are not not together now or alive or not? Yeah, any dream. Do what you want. Right. Okay. Let's go. So the Friday night, I thought about this. I mean, I've, I've had about four minutes to think about this one as well. So um, Friday night. I'm trying night. to get on the podcast for about six months, mate. Don't give it me this about. I'm going to give you no notice. <laughs> so we'll have the DMAs to start with um, Friday night. Probably they'll come on about five-ish. Probably get there. I'll probably get there about three-ish to pitch up the tent and that. So... <laughs> um, Friday night, DMAs, and then we're going to have a bit of a sort of similar kind of, well, no, not similar at all, but then we're going to have the Smiths um, coming on after them. Bit of a gap between because the, the vibe's a bit different. Um, then headlining on the Friday night, we're going to have Oasis. Obviously, you've got to have them in there. Got it, yeah, got to be. We'd love to, love to see um, the Smiths and Oasis. I've seen them all individually, Morrissey, Mar. And Noel and Liam, but yeah, I'd have to. And what I'm hoping is, when I've been to see Liam Gallagher a few times, the the crowd is there's a lot of knobheads there. So <laughs> I'm going to them on the Friday, and hopefully 
most of them calm down or go home after that Friday for when I want to watch like my other stuff. So they're all together. So a bit of the bit of the Manchester scene or yeah, and then all the uh, old blokes wearing parkers with yeah, helmets even, on. Even in DMA's crowd, when I've seen them, DMA's crowd was a little bit a little bit mm, wild. It's a bit lively, isn't it? Um, yeah, yeah, midlife crisis is everywhere and that. Uh, but they're class as well. They are class. So that'd be the Friday night. Saturday night, we'd have, um, I'd have Arctic Monkeys on first. Um, never seen them. They were not allowed to do their latest album, though. I've tried with it, but it's not having it. Mm, um, then I'd have um, a band called, no, then I'd have Foles. Yeah. Never seen them. They sell out every, every, gig so quickly um and it's normally during the football season so i've never had a chance to see them so thanks for giving me this festival so i can go see them uh, <laughs> and i'd have um who was it so i've done arctic monkeys falls right on saturday night yeah. saturday night so far yeah yeah and i'd i'd finish with um i'd have to go white lies just seen them a couple of times they're really good really few massive songs that could really uh, end the night on the Saturday. Um, yeah, I'd have to say them just because I listen to them yeah, probably the most. Yeah, top, the most. Yeah, um, top, top man. Then uh, Sunday night, proper having it on Sunday. Who we missed out there? They were starting with Interpol. Again, wow. and yeah, love them. Never, never had a chance to see them, but I do love their stuff. Then we're going totally different. The Manor. Um, Obviously, oh, friends. <laughs> getting, the, getting the party started. Um, yeah, they're just class, mate. I don't think they produce. Oh, In all seriousness, can you remember? Can you remember um, when we used to play the um, Dean Gaffney song, and it had like three hundred streams on SoundCloud. Yeah, that's a and banger. Massive now, aren't they? Well, they're not as big as they should be. But well, the bigger compared to when we started. When you I remember you sending me the link to it, there's like there's three hundred streams on this, but it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, to all you four listeners out there, if you've not heard of The Manor, definitely go give them a listen. <laughs> Don't mug me off, it's my podcast, mate. <laughs> well, you speak to your people. They are work that the quality. I think they're the best. I don't know if you can class them as grime, but I think they're the best about it at the moment. Lyrics and are quality. Always referencing friends. football and gambling and yeah. booze. And it's just a right, that quality. A mutual friend that will rename, uh, remain nameless, uh, Harry Steer. Uh, has promised me he can get me the manor on the podcast, but I'm still waiting. <laughs> yeah. I don't believe anything he says, mate. <laughs> um, so, yeah, and then obviously I'd have to have the streets headline on Sunday night. So, obviously, Sunday's getting proper messy. Um, I've, I've, I've got to at least have the Monday, Tuesday off. <laughs> but, so, yeah, that's going to be heavy. And then I'm allowed a wild card, yeah? When, yeah when's it? Like- it's like a rave. Yeah, this will be like, yeah, you could have it whenever you want to. It could be like, do like a tent at why not at one o'clock in the morning, or it could be like midday on a Sunday. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just something a little bit different you can throw in there. Yeah, so we'll go tent vibes, and um, I'll have Chemical Brothers, I reckon. Wow, shout. That's probably going to be after the street Sunday. It's just, just a full on mad one that day. Really, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be really heavy. And then. We're looking at a, a four or five day hangover after that. Hundred percent. Do you want to uh, do you want to rate mine? I'll read it through quickly. Yeah. Friday, um, cribs on first. 
surprised I've not heard the cribs in in yours. Uh, it did cross my mind, um, but yeah, just they've not just quite made it. Oh, fair enough. Uh, then the Stone Roses. Yeah. Second, second on, and then the Beatles. Oh yeah, good, good shout, good shout. Um, Want to tick off the list? I, I do do love all their tracks and that, but I, the gig I went when I went to see them at the Etihad, it was one of the worst we've ever been to. Just yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it was just really like the sound, mm. really disappointing. So that's left a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. But obviously, yeah, decent start. That was the worst of the three. The three I saw saw them at Heaton Park, Finsbury Park, and then the Etihad. And the Etihad one was. I yeah. thought if they if they do this again next year, then they're taking the piss now because this yeah. is awful. So like, they're, they're, they're a couple of new songs that they released. Yeah. Massive anticipation for weren't the uh, weren't the best. Yeah, and you could spend sixty quid in your local, put twenty quid in the jukebox, and have a similar experience. Yeah, that's my thought. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I that we got there about an hour before they came on, which is pretty. Yeah, I think we've seen all the warm ups and. Uh, Literally could hardly make out Ian Brown on the stage. So, and then I'm here, I'm listening to him through like a stadium speaker. Couldn't get any drinks or anything. Um, so just a really bad experience. But yeah, not a bad start. Uh, Saturday, Nirvana, first on. Um, then the Libertines. Yeah, so, you're so... starting starting really heavy there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, get them going early. Libertines. People, there's people that like will be crying because they've not seen Kurt Cobain for 26 years, and then I'm going to ease them back in with some Libertines, yeah. <laughs> and, then, nice. and and then the Libertines to the Smiths. Oh, okay, so yeah, <laughs> that's a that's a roller coaster of a night, isn't it? Sounds like Team Spirit to uh, Evan knows I'm miserable. Decent. <laughs> I've yeah. done it. They're the three bands that I've. I've done them in that order because if the Smiths got back together, they'd be headliners, wouldn't they? Yeah, they would, yeah. You can't put Smith second on the bill and then put Nirvana above. Morris would be fucking fuming. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I did want him on the... Um, I did want them their own spot. But like I said, I just wanted to clear out the knobheads. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday, uh, first on Catfish and the Bottom End. Nice. Pro- proper festival band. Yeah. Uh, get them going, warm them up nicely. Um, yeah. Into the street, into the streets, into Oasis. Streets does need to be uh, in a tent, though. So if we can do that, yeah. So move everyone into the. We can do what we want, Mason. It's a made-up festival. We can do what we want. I'm just worried about logistics, that's all. But as long as we can get them into a tent, then uh, yeah, yeah, We've completely made it up, mate. We can do what we want, and then um, I bet you can have a guess. I'll give you one guess at this. Actually, I reckon you can get it. What the uh, say, Oasis? Yeah, no, Oasis. Yeah, but my uh, alternative wildcard pick. Oh, Green Day. Yeah, <laughs> Green Wonder Day. But on, yeah, Green Day on a little little stage, not a little stage, a slightly smaller stage. Sunday about four o'clock. You've just oh, warmed up yeah. from the Saturday night. Nice. Go and watch a bit of Green Day, and then go and watch some Catfish. Be a few cheers, won't they? Probably finishing on Champagne Supernova. Yeah. Be ten minutes of that, yeah, with some fireworks. Yeah. No, it'd be good. Be good. I don't, I don't think it'll happen. You are. I don't think it'll happen. 
No, I don't. I don't know why we just wasted 15 minutes. Not the made-up festival, just Oasis getting back together. Oh, mate. He's not doing himself any favours, is he? Liam, begging it. Nah, nah. I've heard Noel on a few podcasts as well. He doesn't seem remotely arsed one bit. Um, So, but the, you know, the money that they get off of it is just ridiculous. But there's only a certain matter of time. You don't want them getting back together when they're 60, 70. No. Noel's 55 or something now, isn't he? I know, he still looks good though, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's... He can't be older than Johnny Marr, isn't he? He's got to be early 50s. Yeah, do you know Noel's older than Johnny Marr? Is he? Yeah, a year older. He is. Is he? It's it's no facto. He must must have surgery or something, surely. Who, Noel? Yeah. Yeah, perpetually young, aren't they? He's got the haircut for it. If he shaved his head, he'd look like me. Yeah, true. Well, thank you for that, Ben. No worries. <laughs> All right, isn't it? Yeah, mate, perfect, man. Uh, thank you for joining us. It's only taken me eight months, uh, four minutes of planning, uh, and 25 minutes and 45 seconds of operation, but we finally got you on the podcast. <laughs> you are. Pandemic. Yeah, um, and a global pandemic. That's all it's talk. <laughs> yeah. That's time interviewed. You nearly cost me my job. Anytime. <laughs> mate, we'll get you back on soon, mate. Cheers, Ben. Really appreciate that, man. Cheers. Bye.